Good evening, afternoon, morning. If you're watching the replay, you are here with Zoe D. <laughs> Zoe D speaks. I am Zoe D, a uh, host of this podcast. If you're listening uh, live, um, welcome to Fanning the Flame, where we talk about life, love, and um, just the journey of spirituality. And um, thank you for coming in. Thank you for joining. Um, do me a favor and just like and share. Um, I would appreciate that. These um, these lives are really based on life topics, uh, but mainly stems from my blog, ZoeDSpeaks.com. Um, and you can read a lot of the, the, the verbiage uh, from the blog, but this is just my discussion portion of the blog. And so I've been doing these consistently for a few weeks now. This is my fourth one. Um, I'm super, super excited because this has been a challenge for me <laughs> to stay consistent and um, just basically do what I believe that God has sent me here to do. And so um, I thank you guys that are on. Drop a hey um, in the chat. And um, I will not um, beat around the bush with this topic. There are just some things that I want to um, basically release. I've, I've Usually, we'll plan the topics on Mondays. I'll go through the blogs and see exactly what it is. Uh, my week started off a little. Um, hey, my week started off a little off schedule, and so as I was uh, just meditating today, trying to figure out exactly, you know, what what was on my heart and what I believe that you know the Holy Spirit could deliver through. Um, for some reason, this blog kind of just popped out like. <laughs> just popped out. I don't know if it was a thought. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I really can't even tell you where the thought came from for this particular topic, because what I really wanted to discuss, I really wanted to discuss this election. <laughs> and uh, if you've been following me or know me, like, I don't really do like Facebook debates. I don't really, you know, um, fall into a lot of controversial topics because I feel like um, my roots in what I believe is highly spiritual. And so a lot of people don't think or believe as I believe. And so a lot of times I just simply agree to disagree because what's real for me and totally real for me may not be real for the next person. And so I'm understanding of that. And so I really don't um, talk about political issues. Um, I don't really engage in a lot of um race issues uh, i have my personal beliefs on why we as uh so-called african americans the so-called i once again a lot of my beliefs in the natural realm stems from but I believe it's a direct reflection of the spiritual realm. So I don't really engage. But I did do something the other day and I got a lot of traction on my personal page. And I thought that it was very interesting. And so I kind of wanted to discuss that. Uh, but this blog called Transitions um, seemingly just really appeared out of thin air for me to discuss. And... Um, what this blog shares is 
a very dear and personal journey that I have not shared a lot from. Um, and so the blog name is called Transitions. Once again, if you go, I try to make it easy because I have like years worth of blogs. So if you go to zoedspeaks.com, you can type in the search bar transitions. Um, and so basically, and I'm going to, I always say I'm going to, um, that's not what I want to do. I'm going to put the the screen, the um, the the link in the blog. But usually when I get done doing like these lives, I really forget. So I probably need to start putting them in like the title, I guess. But anyway, um, so this this blog is like I said, it's kind of near and dear. Um, before I left, I I'm now in Texas. I'm from Mississippi. For those of you that are just now following me, um, but before I left Mississippi. I stayed in a hotel and normally that's really not something that people judge a lot. Um, but I was a high school teacher. Um, I made about close to about $3,000 a month. Um, and for my, I guess, statue in society in the city, this was pretty good. You don't find a lot of people that are making um, close to three thousand a month with a um, with a job. But I worked for the city. I was employed um, for the state, rather. I was employed by the school system um, as a middle school, high school teacher, and so I have a a biology degree, um, a bachelor's of biology degree, and I have a master's of arts in teaching degree. And so because of that and because of the stipend, of course, with the district that I was at, I made uh, a lot more than um, average. So the house that I lived in was a house that um, was granted to me temporarily through my um, divorce. And so I stayed there. That was um, one of the agreements that I would get the house for Um a few years and then of course all the paperwork and stuff would have to be transitioned a lot of the legal stuff or whatever um and so before i moved into the hotel um i started having these dreams and that's what i started to block off the blog off with i was having these dreams literally probably every other night and in the dream and i have a prophetic visions and dreams mainly dreams uh but i knew that god was saying something to me i knew that yahweh was trying to show me something but i didn't understand why was i always seeing me staying in a hotel like i was literally you know it was a different type of dream it was like you know you can like dream and see yourself in a hotel but when yahweh was showing me these dreams he was literally showing me that i was staying in a hotel and so I didn't understand and I would wake up and um, I was checking <laughs> at the time and I would wake up and I would tell my then boyfriend, our husband, I was like, you know, I dreamed that we were in a hotel again. And um, sooner or later, it's like the Holy Spirit went, okay, dummy, like I'm trying to like show you, <laughs> you know, what's to come. And so what happened was um, our house, the house got broken into. And um, a lot of other things began to happen. I began to see, um, I began to sense 
um, demonic presences. I began to see shadows, demonic shadows. Um, my children began to experience some things that were uncomfortable, you know, for them. Like they, you know, it, it was just like, you couldn't really see it, but you could feel it. And so before, um, before the house got broken into, I had a dream. I literally had a dream. And in the dream, I saw the face of the person breaking into the back of the house. And I told my, my husband, then boyfriend, and I, I told him exactly what I saw. Um, and this is, I actually talk about this in another vlog. So I guess this is kind of emerging because I want to kind of show you what led it up into the hotel. And then I want to talk about what it's like or what it was like um, when God, when you believe that God is telling you or showing you to do something that people are going to say is crazy. So anyway, um, I saw the face of the person that broke into the house and the day that they actually broke into the house, they broke in the same place um, through the same door that I saw in my dream. And so what was interesting about that day was um, that was not a normal day. There were some things that I'm, I'm, I don't feel led to go into how it was different. I may have on the blog, but right now it doesn't feel like the time. Um, but that day, that day was a lot different. Um, and when we look back on the day, it was kind of like, okay, Lord, I see you were kind of like showing us and covering us, right? And so long story short, um, the house got broken into and I just sensed in my spirit, like it was time to leave. Now, I didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't um, have any anyone to stay with. My mom um, was not here. Usually, you know, that's, that's the first choice, right? Um, but my mom was not, you know, in the city or whatever. And so, long story short, we packed up and moved in three days, literally. And this is a three, four-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bathroom house. And when we moved a lot of people didn't even know that the house had been broken into see when i had my fire experience in september it also was like the holy spirit shut my mouth from talking to people it wasn't that i didn't know who to trust or all that i wasn't paranoid but it became a season where it was like and this is vital this is very vital it became a season where he would not allow me to share what he was doing with everybody like, and the people that knew nine times out of 10, it was because the Holy Spirit had revealed something to them. And when he revealed it to them, they approached me. So I wasn't in a situation where everybody knew what was going on. Family, friends, like nobody. Mama, mother-in-law at the time, you know, my boyfriend, his mother, like nobody knew what was going on. And so I got a, a lot of backlash from that. I had to um, really go back and, and and revisit a lot of relationships to kind of let them know like look it wasn't personal but at that time the lord the holy spirit literally shut my mouth 
like shut my mouth and I just got to break and say, you got to be able to discern when it's time for you to speak openly about situations and when it's time for you and the Holy Spirit to share those things in your closet. It makes a huge difference because your voice carries that much weight. And if you speak on things that other people are not spiritually mature to understand, they will begin to speak against the will of God. Remember Peter and how, you know, Yeshua was like, you know, he had to go and do this. And Peter said, no. And he said, get thee behind me. You got to be able to discern those seasons when the Holy Spirit shuts your mouth. Because that's vital. That's very, very, very vital. So um, that's the the first thing. And I'm I'm trying to share this on my page. Y'all keep seeing me looking to the side. I'm trying to share this on my page. And for some reason, like, I absolutely cannot. So um, anyway, so we packed up within three days. And this song, and this is how I knew like the Holy Spirit was really leading because this song was in my spirit. Um, hey sister, this song was in my spirit. Um, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. Travis Green. Um, dang it, oh my goodness, it's gonna come to me. But Travis Green has a song, and the song played heavy in my spirit. Like I would wake up singing this song, I would go to sleep singing this song. Um, and basically the song was just basically saying it's time to leave. It's time to go. This place that you are um, seeing, you'll you, you never see again. What is in Holy Spirit? Help me. Because the song, when I say it was so heavy in my spirit, those, and I was, you know, normally in a situation like that, because I didn't know where we were going. I have three kids. We have, and then I have two other kids, you know, through my husband. And so, um, I didn't know where we were going and where the room was going to be. And so I'm just like, okay, Lord, what are you doing? Like, we really didn't know. It was kind of like Exodus. It was like an Exodus. And it was just like, you're leaving Babylon. You are leaving this place. And, you know, without, I don't, I don't speak a lot or I've, I've not been led to speak a lot about my, my past marriage and that relationship and a lot of things, even though I do feel the prompting to share certain things with a lot more um comfort because if you know me i i've never wanted to put anyone in a position to make it seem like i'm not covering them in love and whether they were right or wrong that's just that's that's not my heart i don't believe in exposing people however um some parts of my testimony i can't sugarcoat you know i can't sugarcoat some parts of my testimony and the relationship that my ex and i uh, grew to have after the divorce was not a healthy relationship. I'll just say it like that. And so me being in that house, um, I remember specifically, I was speaking on, I, I, this is, come on, Holy Ghost, because this is going to go into a whole different thing. Um, I was speaking, I remember being in the classroom and I was speaking prophetically over the house. And I was declared because, like I said, I began to feel um, just demonic presence there. And now I take full responsibility for the fact that I was shaking. I was allowing other entities into the home as well. So I look, I get that. But at that time, um, we were not having sex. We were completely celibate. And like I, I had been so full of the fire. And I believe that that had a large that played a large part in 
and why I had to leave. And so anyway, I remember being being at the class, being in the classroom. And I remember praying. And then as I prayed over the house, it was like a voice spoke back to me and said, you have no jurisdiction here. Now understand, the house not legally mine. It's not on my, you know, my, my name wasn't on the loan. My name was on the deed through the marriage, but my name, I, I didn't own the house. And a lot of people didn't know, of course, I mean, it wasn't their business, but, you know, a lot of people will look at you a little crazy when they don't understand the root of things. And so what I, what I grew to understand was the Holy Spirit was transitioning us and that's why he kept showing me the hotel over and over again, the hotel, the hotel. And I didn't understand until I grew enough spiritual sense to look and see prophetically what hotels represented and hotels represented transition. And so now this is a home that, you know, I'd, I'd made a home, you know, with, with my children. Um, it was something, it was a place that, you know, I invited other people in and, and, and had homes. And so this was a place that in the world, you wouldn't want to leave. You know, nobody wants to be uprooted from their home. And then you don't even know where you're going to go. <laughs> I can laugh now, but I wasn't bothered. I had so much peace peace and i know holy spirit is going to bring back this song um by travis green but i had so much peace when i left we packed up and basically what i said everything that i can take and fit into a hotel room we packed some more stuff in, in, in the storage and that was it i left behind a fully furnished one, two, three, four bedroom. You can make it four bedroom. It was three bed bedrooms. Um, three bedrooms with a, a large, large den. Um, I mean, you can ask anyone that's ever been there. Like the house is a wonderful house. Um, but I left I left that house um with no savings. And I know somebody's like, that's stupid. I'm gonna get to that. <laughs> um, no savings, and um, moved into the Relax Inn. And if you saw the post that I posted earlier, if you're on um, my live, my social media, um, Relax Inn is a small little hotel in Greenville, Mississippi, which is where I'm from. And I told no one. No one knew. I wasn't scared you know, um, or anything like that. Of course, the house had been broken into, but I'd seen that, you know. Um, but we moved. And I had a plan. I had a plan. So I made close to 3000 a month. My bills were every bit of close to 2200 a month. So I'm thinking, okay, Rent now is $800. We got food. We got shelter. We got um, Wi-Fi. We got 
cable. I didn't even have cable in the house. We got cable. We got, I mean, lights, gas, you know, for $800 a, a month. And that's way more than I was paying at this house. So I said, okay, Lord, that's fine. Like that gives me plenty of time to save, to buy furniture. When like, I left furniture, I left everything because um, it wasn't mine. You know, and I know some people like, well, y'all were married, but um, everything was pretty much bought in his name and by him. Like it, it, it wasn't mine. The only thing that I had was mine. I sold to get in the house. <laughs> so, um, and before, cause let me not mislead anyone before I go into, before I go into the next part, um, I believe wholeheartedly in unity in marriage. I believe that what's yours is your is is his, and what's his is yours. But there, that you have to be on both accords with that. You have to, as a couple, both see that you are one. And if, as a couple, you don't see together that you are one, then you're already divided, and house divided cannot stand. And so um, this is not to bash his and mine. I believe I didn't have a problem with selling the only thing that I legally own because my heart was, okay, this is ours. I didn't have a problem with him getting the loan solely in his name because I'm like, this is ours. So I'm, I don't want to put it out there like it's foolish in a sense because my heart was right. And I believe that because my heart was right, Every every move that I've made, God has covered me. So understand that you know. And I'll, I, I'm I'm not. You you have to know me. You have to know my my heart for one. But even if you don't, don't take, don't leave this place and take anything that I say in regards to any situation of my past. Like is is a mess because that's that's not my character and that's that's not my point of delivering what i'm delivering so i just want you to stay focused on the point that i'm delivering this this ain't even i don't have the energy to give to negativity when it comes to bringing up my past i'm just bringing this all in because i'm detailed like that okay um but let's let's not play with honor i don't you know that's i don't i don't dabble in that so anyway we move into the bill my whole thing is okay i can now save so much money because i'm only paying 800 i can save up i can pay for um, furniture and not have to have it on a loan. Um, I can pay for, you know, everything that we need and just basically um, start over. So I saw no problem with that. So let me tell you, remember the whole thing that they said, like, if you want to make God laugh, tell them about your plans. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. So that plan did not go like I thought it was going to go. I had one financial to the other. That was completely unexpected, and, and sometimes even by family members, I wasn't exp the whole time. The Holy Spirit was steady in my ear, just giving me a voice of peace, just a voice of peace. So we moved. Then a couple of months later, after the financial situations, a couple of months later, my car completely completely broke down 
this was also a vehicle that I got, I had gotten as, as a, um, as a, as a, uh, settlement in the divorce. I got the vehicle, um, and it stopped working. It stopped working. I put thousands, you know, hundred here, hundred there, knew this, knew that, knew that totally. And it just completely stopped working. And I was like, Lord, what are you doing? I'm living in a hotel. By now, people are obviously judging me. I've lost a good 70 pounds, um, if not more, because I'm fasting like crazy. So now I've been accused of being on crack and drugs. Um, now I'm being threatened, you know, to have my kids taken from me. All along, they're eating well. The clothes are clean. <laughs> the clothes are clean. Like, I mean, like, they're absolutely fine it's just that we are living seriously living in a hotel and now i got a bum rise to work i got a bum rise for the kids to get from daycare i gotta you know and it's kind of like lord if you are here like what are you doing because this is not the life, right this is not the life that that i'm believing that we're supposed to live all of our needs are supposed to be met you know this this and the other like i'm scripture crazy but in that in that transitional season um <laughs> hey, uh, in that season, basically every single thing, every single decision, every single next move was surrendered to Yahweh. When I say every single thing from what I ate to how I spoke to what I spent my money on, every single thing to the conversations that I had, Yahweh and I were meeting in this season three o'clock in the mornings four o'clock in the mornings um his presence his presence was 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 with me like i could like talk to him right next to me and understand for a person that has grown up security issues has grown up with um, you know, the fatherless and, and really, you know, always wanting to feel secure. And, you know, one of the things that I, that I can say that I made a mistake in my ex, um, marriage was I married a lot for the, for security. I felt secure and I hadn't felt secure in life before. And I was young and I was re really misguided. Um, and so I take that because I look to a man for the security that I should have been looking to my father for. Let that be a lesson too. But in that season, Yahweh even slightly pulled away my relationship with my now husband um, because he showed me in a very, 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 very compelling dream that even though we weren't having sex he did not approve us living together and i'm going omg like we're not even having sex like, this is the only like solid that i have in my life right now like i the moved out of this home my car <laughs> like i'm like okay Lord, now you want to take like we're already not having sex what more do you want like just kind of leave us alone like come on here and yahweh was like no no, and that dream was like OMG. But I'll tell you too what happened. 
um, what was revealed to me it was the first time that the Holy Spirit revealed to me um, spiritual warfare and how things were being influenced in the spirit realm because of our decisions in the natural realm. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, well, if we can't stay together, even though we haven't sex, but we can't stay together, then okay, we can't stay together. So um, it was a pulling. It was a pulling and it was so dynamic and it was so scary, but it was so fulfilling at the same time because I'd never seen the face of God before until that season. I'd never heard his voice in that capacity daily until that season. And so even though, you know, um, when people found out we were staying in the hotel um, and, you know, the situation with the car, and like I said, earlier you gotta learn and discern the seasons to where god is closing your mouth because one of the things that i did notice when people started knowing you know that we were in the situation that we were in it was kind of like oh oh my god you know do y'all need anything do you this and it was just like it was pity party-ish you know what i'm saying and you know these suggestions and all these different words being spoken that i had to really cut off and say god is not told me that you know when god tells me that then i'll move when god says this then i'll do that and this is one of those things that it doesn't look, look like it did not look god but what he was doing was because i was starting over and this is what i understood afterwards because i was starting over the holy spirit was detaching every single thing from my last marriage and totally restoring the new beginning that was that I was about to embrace. Totally destroying the car from the divorce, the house from the divorce, just everything was pulled apart. You see what I'm saying? And even part of my heart was not healed in the sense of I hadn't put all of my faith and security in the Holy Spirit in regards to my love life. I believe, you know, I would have a, another husband. I, I believe that do it new. And I just believed all these things, but I hadn't put my heart in his hands. And so God, my father separated everything from me that I could, my God, he separated everything from me that I could put my faith in that wasn't him. And so you see the way that I move and the way that I speak and the authority and the boldness that I speak in the, and some may even say the arrogance that I speak through is because nobody could have carried me through that season. Not my husband, not my mama, not his mama, not the kids. Nobody could have carried me through that season. It was me and God day in day out day in day out it was me and him lord what do you want me to do who do you want me to bless what do you want me to say when i said he commanded people to feed us he commanded people to bless us he commanded things to work in our favor like this you can't imagine being in a situation like that and the thing about is most people will never put themselves in this situation don't him fully enough to do it 
I'm reading in Hebrews and I stayed in Hebrews because I really, I study the word. I wanted a word to be able to deliver. I'm a, I'm a teacher of the word. So I know I can't just read the word. I have to be prepared to deliver a word in truth and in season, in love. And so the word that I got today, finally after reading Hebrews 11 for I don't know how many times, because I've read it so many times before, was obey in faith. When you have faith, you can be obedient. When you have faith, you can be obedient. That was one of the most uncomfortable seasons I've ever had in my life. Even now, even now, that was one of the most uncomfortable seasons. I, many times, because of how the financial situation played out, and I got judged for that too, because it's like, you know, you make close to $3,000 a month. How how are you in this situation? It's ridiculous, right? But if I could say it wasn't planned, it wasn't my plan. And if I could even go as far as to say, if it had not been for that season, I couldn't be walking in the faith that I walk in in this season. I could not. Because like so many of you, I would be wondering, oh, I got to make sure that I got this on my own. I got to make sure I got that on my own. God, literally every single part of security in my life, everything, everything. And the people that were near and dear to me in that season completely understand faith and obedience. Thank you. Faith and obedience. The people who are in my life in that season can tell you it was, they saw my, my sister Shonda, she, she'll say like, I didn't see God working your life. Like I, I didn't seen it. Like I, I don't, even if I don't have his testimony for my own life, I've seen him in your life enough to know, like God don't play about you and he's real and he'll show up to you. But you got to understand that, and this is um, on in Hebrews 12, God chastens those that he loves. You and I, and, and my God, we are so used to these soft, lukewarm, religious preachers and speakers and motivational speakers that we don't understand that God will correct you. When you're out of his will, he will correct you. And if you stay out of his will, he will turn you over. And he will allow the enemy to do whatever he wants to do because you've given him that doggone door. So let 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 the let the salvation and the grace of God not be played with. The sacrifice for you. That sacrifice will give you the power to live according to how he wants you to live. And if you choose that you don't want to do that, that's your will. He's not obligated. My pastor, my youth pastor said this one time, God's not obligated to bless what he didn't give you. God, oh my God, he is not obligated to bless what he didn't give you. I can boldly say that first marriage was not a marriage that I paid for 
and listen to the what matter of fact if you really want to be honest the holy spirit showed me the, the man before i even met him and he showed me falling in sin to him from the very first time that i found out about him cheating on me the holy spirit showed that to me every single thing that the man did the holy spirit showed it to me you gotta understand i can't blame god for decisions that i made and put myself in and then the second time just in case you haven't read the book <laughs> um and then the second time we married god said i'm gonna show you how to be a wife i'm gonna show you how to be a wife because i was not a good wife i was not a good i didn't know nobody taught me how to be a wife i didn't know how to be a wife i'm 19 years old I've never seen marriage succeed in my family unless it was through my uncles and <laughs> yeah. So no woman sat down and taught me how to love and respect and honor a man. I, I, I grabbed a lot of my, what I know now just from messing up. And that's why I have the fire I do when I have when I talk to women. Yeah, I'm a young wife. I don't have 30, 40 years of experience. But look, I got enough experience to tell you most of y'all just need to shut up. Excuse the delivery. But most of y'all are too independent and you need to shut up and you need to be under somebody to teach you how to be a wife after God's heart. We as women are some of the most rebuttal type arrogant jezebel heaven operating spirits ever and then we wonder why things are not working out now because i know what i'm dealing with i'm not going to say my husband my ex-husband was perfect he was not but he was who he was trust me he was who he was and it was it was shown to me from day one so i have to take responsibility for what I subjected myself to. From day one, he was what he was. And that's not to say that he's just such a bad person. It was never in the perfect will of God. I made that. We made that. So I got to get back and go back to the root of things. And a lot of wives, as women, we got to go to the root. A lot of times we get married. We get married outside of God's will, and then we want God to fix him, fix him, fix him. Yeah, I went through a lot of spiritual warfare in that marriage, a lot. But it taught me how to be a wife. It taught me how to honor. It taught me how to respect. It taught me how to understand men on a degree that I, I had never been taught before. So that's why I say, no, you're not going to catch me out here when I speak about my my previous marriage. You're not going to catch me out here ill over my ex-husband that is the father of my children and i can own up to who i was at in, in that season and until we as women do that lord don't know how we got here but okay if we can do until we do that we're not going to be effective in our ministry as wives marriage is ministry and if you don't have the spiritual understanding that marriage is ministry, you don't even need to be married. Marriage is ministry. If you are a Christian, dare you not connect yourself? And Paul says, what do you have the unbeliever? 
what do you have for the unbeliever? What do you two cannot walk together unless they agree? What business do you have with an unbeliever? So I had to, I had to take responsibility for my negligence in my decisions. The song Holy Spirit brought back. It's crossover. 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 That is the song. Go listen to that song. If you've never heard it, Travis Green, that that is the song. If you're just joining in, when you watch, you know, go back and watch the replay. I was talking about the song that was heavy in my spirit when God told us to move out. But anyway, um, I just feel so much fire right now. Um, I, I truly feel so much fire. But I just want you guys to know that I come from a place of a lot of a lot of, of testing and trial with my faith. And I just don't take it lightly. And so one of the things that the devil has used um, to hinder me from delivering is to be critical of my deliverance. But let me tell you something. I bold in the world. I'll cuss you out in 1.5 seconds and, and not care. I mean, like, I, I, I was bold. So like Marcus Rogers says, I'm saved, but I'm not soft. And I'm very passionate about 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 the will of God and what he, he's doing in our lives. So anyway, um, that <laughs> a lot of places I didn't uh, intend for it to go. But um, this move in this season was very, very critical for the next season. So uh, long story short, we end up moving. My husband ended up actually leaving us and coming to Texas and then prophetically I was given a transition period or if you if you can allow God to lead you blindly I didn't even realize Mike would know <laughs> y'all gotta let me know something <laughs> the mic wasn't on I was just talking um but You got you got to be willing to really and we sing this song we we talk about being led by God and and you know all these these things whatever but if will you really lead him will you really follow him if he leads you you know 
um there's this song i don't sing it no more but there there's this song i used to sing um spirit lead me where my faith is without borders it sounds so religious it sounds so spiritual it sounds like you're just so in love with god but do you really understand what that means spirit lead me where my faith is without borders you can't have faith without borders if you're never in a position for your faith to be tested and a lot of times when we're tested when god really tests us we fail because we 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 think and we outthink ourselves out of the will of god sometimes because it doesn't make sense it didn't make sense for me to leave a home that i built for years it didn't make sense for me to quit a job that i've been teaching for the last what six years nothing mason in that season nothing like literally nothing that i did in that in that season made sense but i knew that it was god and what i said to myself was lord even if it's not you i pray that you at least honor my faith that i believe it's you because it's the faith is faith and when you can when you have faith you can obey even when it looks and feels like this can't be you don't know what god is doing in your life because you can't see you know a lot of times we can't see see um we can't see what god has already lined up for us we can't see it and many times when abraham was told to leave his home god didn't tell him exactly where he was going to go he just told him to leave and then step by step, he told him what, what, where he was going to be led to. Noah built a boat. And my husband and I talk about this. He built a boat knowing that, first of all, he built a boat knowing. <laughs> Let's not neglect that. But then he built a boat knowing that all of his cousins all of his nieces nephews or whatever not nieces nephews but everybody except his immediate family was about to be left behind was about to die and you wonder why the man got off the boat and got drunk <laughs> okay that's neither here nor there um 
so yeah transitions um and i'm going to wrap this up with um honor honor my faith honor my faith and that was my prayer that was my prayer i remember having twenty dollars to my name twenty dollars twenty dollars to my name and I took it to the altar. I said, because Lord, for what I need, what is this $20 going to do? <laughs> like, seriously, why not just sow the seed? You know, so when you see the blessings, when you see the blessings, our, our business is blessed our children are blessed my marriage is blessed i've never you know i i've had to deal with snide remarks um because of being you know remarried and being a believer and being a person that, that really believes in marriage and all this type of stuff like that but when people you know snidely ask me you know well how does it feel being married again you know, I smile and say it's like I've never been married. I'm equally yoked. I'm compatible. I have a husband that loves God. He's not perfect, but the imperfections, I'm going to tell you, I mean, it's, it's something that every woman need to be able to experience that has lost their faith in love and in marriage. He's completely did it. He's he did it for me. It didn't come without sacrifice, but he's done it. Um, it didn't come without obedience, but he's done it. So I'm going to end all, all this and wrap up on my sense about this election. I posted a post the other day and uh, got some people, people I've never seen on my doggone timeline. I don't, I don't even know when, but that's neither here nor there because that doesn't bother me. I, I mean, um, and I'm, I'm going to make this real short unless y'all want to talk back but um i don't i shared that i shared a status where basically a woman was making her stance on her presidential choice and it was trump and she made her stance based on um she made her stance based on excuse me spiritual beliefs so yes that was one thing that basically i did a lot of sewing sewing giving and <laughs> it was crazy i remember giving away a dashiki and i was like lord it's my favorite one but the uh, yeah sewing sewing <laughs> sewing so anyway um she made a stand and i shared it because in the season 
this is a culture that will quickly try to shut you up if you don't believe what the majority believes. I have seen so many posts Trump because of reasons that are to each his own. She shared this post and she shared where her belief was based on her prayer. She said that she prayed. She was confused. She prayed. And she said that God showed her, Yahweh her, our father showed her. Trump was who she was supposed to vote for. Now, here's my problem. The comment that I had on that post. Some people felt sorry for me um, or sorry uh, that believers feel this type of way um, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But here's, here's how I felt about it. If I had listened to people when it was time for me to move to that house, I would still be there and I would not be in the will of God. If I had listened to people uh in particular one comment i was told that my husband was just playing with me because he had the ring on it so i'm blindly following him all around the country and he's playing with me not the will of God. I can recount to you, and I've shared with you this this morning today um, as one account. I can account to you so many different decisions that I have made based on praying. And it has always not it hasn't always looked like the popular opinion. So I'm not in I'm not even gonna address what I want to say to uh unbelievers. You know I don't get into spiritual debates. You know, when I when you've seen what I've seen and endured what I've endured and experienced God the way that I've experienced him like like, I don't have time for debates. Like, he's real, point blank. Hopefully, I'm, I'll pray that he shows himself to you if you're ready for that. And uh, we can, you know, grab a bite to eat. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not debating the word. And so, for, for believers, I find it is interesting that we are living in such a lukewarm generation to where believer to believer, you would judge me, criticize me, condemn me. For following what I believe is the word of God. I didn't share the post necessarily because I felt 
Trump deserves my vote or Biden deserves my vote. I shared it because I believe and I keep seeing this. I keep seeing a lot of people that are believers that are saying, if you're a believer, you need to listen to heaven. You need to tap into heaven. A lot of people are, um, oh, what was the comment? It's common sense or common sense is not so common. Common sense, you got common sense, you got spiritual sense. The two are not the same. Okay? Like, a lot of times, common sense doesn't move heaven. So, whether you vote Biden or Trump is not a problem for me. What I want to ask believers is, who have you honestly prayed about who have you prayed about what has god shown you in prayer and you know i have to kind of be real enough to express this if you're not even listening to god in your lifestyle how much are you really paying attention to him in praying for the president? Like these, they, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Like these are the things that I think about. Like, so God told you that Trump wasn't being too about cussing folks out all over social media. So God told you not to vote for president trump but he told you you know stop sleeping with this man like let's be real let let's be real my issue is not whether or not you vote trump or biden i'm i'm not here to debate one or the other but here's the thing as a believer as a believer my obligation is to stand on the word of god and to support what's supports the word of God. My obligation. As a believer, that should be all of our obligations. And if you live your life based off of the obligation as a believer to stand on the word, to support the word, to be ready to defend the word, to die for the word, you'll always make the right choice or you're nine times i can make the right choice because i you from experience i've just told you every single decision that's god leading doesn't look like it's the right choice so are you really listening to heaven and that's that's my whole take. Whatever you do, you make sure that you know with a shadow of a doubt, if you got to fast, if you got to pray, if you got to fast and pray together, whatever you do, if you choose to vote, make sure that is the word of God. Just make sure it's the word of God. And there, there I mean... The if, ands, or buts about that, you can't go wrong. 
if it's the word of God. The word doesn't fail. Now, I've seen prophecy. I've understood prophecy. I've seen more than one person declare that Trump would have never been their first choice, but it was God's choice. I've seen that. I'm not going to speak on my own because that's not what that's that's not my point in going here. My point in going here is if I believe in my heart, like I believe when God told me to leave that house, like when I believe when God said sell that car, like when I believe God said take your butt to Texas. If I believe and discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, say, go cast a vote for Trump, that is what I am going to do. And I'm going to stand on that. And what's happening with us as believers, we are too weak. 